Hello and welcome to this podcast brought to you by Argus Media, a leading independent provider of energy and commodity pricing information. In this episode of Metal Movers, we are going to discuss the state of the U.S. steel markets for the flat rolled and rebar markets. My name is Rai Drusen, senior reporter covering steel at Argus Media, and I'm joined by my colleague Maria Luisa Rincon, steel reporter covering long products for us here at Argus. Maria, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, no problem. How are you doing? I'm good. Early. Right. <laughs> early. True. So, you know, rebar has been adjusting downwards uh, recently. Can you maybe tell me a little bit about where it's come from, where it's at, and why it's been doing what it's been doing? Sure. So we started ghosting rebar data in early March, and we had that at about $1,000 per short ton. And that, speaking to my sources in that time, they said that was typical is really high because rebar is historically a very cheap product. But since then, Russia, Ukraine, and then all the supply chain issues, weakness and scrap. So it's fluctuated quite a bit throughout the spring and summer. In early April, as a result of the Russia-Ukraine conflict and just issues that stemmed from that, it rose to $1,280 per short ton. So that was, I mean, people were like, this is not a typical kind of price. So it's come off since. Throughout the summer, it fell, also pressured by scrap because scrap has been weakening a lot. So on Friday, because we assess it every Friday, uh, it was at $9.90. So it is pretty tied to raw materials costs. And because demand is still really good right now, I mean, construction demand is really high. So so basically, it sounds like raw material costs, which are scrap inputs going down, has been what's been driving prices down? Is that sort of in a roundabout way? Because lower scrap prices mean lower raw material costs for producers. <laughs> and producers, I guess, haven't been as public about it as they are with price increases. So they haven't really publish price decreases, but they call around their big customers. And the discounts vary by customer. It's not a uniform thing. But for the most part, it trends downwards every every week, essentially for the past month or two. Oh, got it. been falling, so. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And I mean, what, I mean, obviously we're not here to forecast, but, you know, looking forward to the rest of the year, what are, what are people saying on the demand side? You know, do they think construction is something that's going to remain in the same position that it's been in? Or are there concerns out there? Yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot of concern for demand destruction. I mean, construction is always going to happen unless there's a major recession or like depression or something like that. Something that is noteworthy is the level of imports, mm -hmm. uh, because imports are historically cheaper and that spread did invert for i want to say may june imports were higher like and more, I, I have to check on that the higher like they were more expensive they were more expensive than domestic product wow they're back the spread is back to sort of where it's always been where imports are cheaper and i have heard from contacts that producers are looking to undercut that so that that plus the demand is still it's looking forward that's sort of what's going to be affecting things so okay yeah. gotcha okay i sit right next to you but <laughs> what is uh going on with the uh flat roll yeah well that not everyone has the unique view that you have <laughs> getting to listen to me talk to people all day and i'm sorry for that uh because i know i'm on the phone a lot 
But no, I mean, hot rolled pricing has been under pressure for almost a year now, um, save the blip in March and April that we've all seen with raw material costs, steel costs, whatever, related to all the stuff going on in Europe. And yeah, it's a, it's a weird spot right now. We are approaching a $800 short ton price for hot rolled coil, which is obviously the, the substrate for everything else, cold rolled and galvanized. And a lot of that is being driven by falling raw material costs, which is something, you know, obviously you've seen in rebar. But unlike rebar, you know, construction is a big consumer for flat rolled products as well. But it's a more dynamic market. I mean, rebar really has one use, whereas hot rolled and flat rolled products have multiple uses, whether it's railing on the highway or in the vehicle that you're driving down that road or on like cladding for a building and stuff like that. So there have been a lot of factors going into price decreases. Uh, persistent oversupply is probably the biggest one in the market right now. And that's being driven by steel mills that have continued to produce a decent amount of steel, despite the fact that service centers who are, you know, the ones who are buying steel from the steel mills and then either processing or, or acting as the middleman between uh, the steel mills and consumers. So, so historically, how... How do the prices right now compare to, I guess, this time last year? Right. So, so what's what's really interesting is, you know, when you look back to last year at this time, prices were actually reaching the peak, which was around $2,000 a short ton. And that was, I mean, you want to look at the averages, that's like five times what a, a normal average would be. And in previous times, pre-pandemic times, the high points, you know, if you, if you hit $600, a short ton for hot rolled. If you were a steel mill, if you're integrated or or electric arc furnace mini mill, you were making money. Now, the you know we're talking about eight hundred dollars, and that's obviously above those levels, five hundred, six hundred dollars. The market's trying to figure out if the new floor, as they put it, the low point, is going to be much higher than historically. And and part of that is you know raw material costs are still higher than pre-pandemic levels and also just overall costs, labor, materials, transportation, it's all elevated. I mean, obviously we've all dealt with, you know, going to the gas pump and having to fill up our cars. Well, imagine trying to do that for a fleet of diesel trucks that have to be driving and doing two or three trips a day with heavy material that's not easy to haul and and all that. And and also you're you're trying to find labor. So there's a point where the market is right now where it's trying to figure out what the new norm is. And I think a lot of people are skeptical that we're we're finding it in this moment. Um, it may take a couple more weeks for us to find it. Newcore, who's the largest steel maker in the country, but not the largest flat rolled steel maker. They put out a price increase last week of $50 a short ton for all flat rolled products. The market is still digesting that. I've Typically seen whenever price increases go out, you know, the first one, this is the historic way that it works. The first one doesn't stick. It takes usually two or three price increases for, for, for that to start flowing through the market. It's a weird way that the market works. But a lot of people just don't see the demand out there. They're not seeing people come off the sidelines. They're not seeing people convinced by this price increase because they're just like, there's not a ramp up in demand and in consumption people are working through backlogs so you know the, the people who the service centers work with you know they have backlogs and they've been very very good now those backlogs are great to have because no one's getting new orders coming in 
And so you may have had a six month backlog and now it's five months because a month's gone by and you just worked through it and now it's four months. And so that's a concerning uh, factor for a lot of people right now. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see. We'll have to see where things go. I mean, I, I wanted to say that when you asked me, it really is just a wait and see thing. Right. Um, when I started talking to people, I guess, at the beginning of the year, mm -hmm. everybody thought that things were just going to steadily increase, but in a very uniform way. And right. then, I mean, it looks like in your market, just like mine, Russia, Ukraine has sort of upended things. And we're just now settling down from that. So right. Right. Yeah, I guess we will see. Yeah, and I think what's interesting is, you know, for so on the flat world side of things, the market really tried to find a bottom in February before everything happened in Europe. And then we had this like quick bump up in March and April, and then it's come back down. I think what's interesting is the sentiment in the overall economy between February and say June, July, August mm -hmm. is just entirely different. And so Whereas in January, people were looking, or in January and February, people were like, oh, maybe the the, the hot rolled market will find a floor around 1,000 or something like that. Now, I mean, we we walked through that number like nothing in April, uh, May, June. Like, we we just went back down from $1,500, the, the near-term peak, down through 1,900, and as I said, now approaching 800. And with all the talk of recession and everything, I think that's really dampened a lot of people's optimism. But at the same time, you know, you see the labor market numbers and everything like that. You, you know, talking to you, Maria, about rebar and how there's still strength in construction, which is a, which is a pretty good indicator. Usually, it lags both ways. Yeah. Um, you know, on the way on the way down, you know, it it sometimes takes time for that to work through again the backlogs, and then on the way back up, it takes time for it to ramp up because it's so capital intensive. But Right now, when I talk to people, I mean, demand seems to be still decent. Again, working through the backlogs and a lot of people just trying to figure out when people are going to start making decisions again. Right. Because um, I think, as you said, wait and see mode is kind of, it's not just our industries. It's like everything they touch. It's the same thing. Yeah. Well, uh, that's all we have for you today. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tune in to our other episodes to learn about the metals market. For more information about the U.S. steel market, please visit us at argusmedia.com.